You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 27 of Life Repurposed. In the month of January, I've been talking about goals and specifically what I'm not doing this year that I did in years past. I've been exploring and thinking, how can I set myself up for success? And so what I've been doing is inviting you in on the journey and just walking you through the process of reevaluating. Am I a goal setter? Am I not? How do I handle it if I don't accomplish everything that I think I wanted to do last year? And ultimately, how do I make this process simpler every year? One of the things that happens for me is that it feels overwhelming for me to think about going away for a personal retreat or setting aside some time at home to work on thinking through what do I want to do this year. It sounds lofty and to me, uh, I just measure myself up to the standard of other people who seem to be able to just come up with goals and a plan and carry them out. And for me, even though I do all the things or most of the things or some of the things that I, I think are my goals for the year, I don't go about it in the same way. So I've been exploring Like, how can I do something that would be something that would carry over from year to year? And maybe I plug in some specific tasks, goals, things that I want to accomplish, but ultimately the framework is the same. So a couple of months ago, I participated in a group at church that was based on a book by Peter Scazzaro called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. I will be linking to that in the show notes, and you'll find that at michellerayburn.com slash 27. It's just my website, michellerayburn.com forward slash, and then the number of the episode. They're all numbered that way, so you can find the notes for any episode by using that formula. So just a little aside there. Um, In Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, we walked through all sorts of things. It was really about looking at more than just goals. In fact, this was only based on one chapter in the book, but it really resonated with me because it was something I thought, okay, this I could do. Now, it's called the a rule of life. I don't love rules, even though I do sort of. It's like a weird dichotomy in me. If you know me personally, you know this. I like rules, and I even like to reinforce them for other people, but I also am a rule follower you know, it's like I, I just feel like I want to do everything according to the rules. And yet I don't like rules. I don't like to be told what to do. I hate the rules sometimes, but I still am like just compelled to follow them. So when I saw this called a rule of life, I was like, ooh, ouch, I don't think that's what I want. But I really like it. So stay with me if you don't like the word rule. It's just what it's called. So this is an alternative or a companion to setting goals. So if you work on a rule of life, it might be something you just pull out when you're setting your goals. If you're someone who really is good at doing all of those steps, then that would be something you can use. But let me just tell you a little bit about what it is, and then I'm going to talk about how to do it. And I'm going to be very honest with you, I have not written mine out yet. I've just been in the thinking process, but I wanted to share it with you anyway, because I think as you get started in the year, this is the time to do it. So let's do it together and then report in later in the year and see how it works worked for us. So the idea that Peter Scazzaro presents is that 
Um, this tradition of a rule of life comes out of religious orders from way back, whether it was monks. He even compares it to Daniel in the Bible who had a rule of life because essentially Daniel had a code that he followed that he wouldn't compromise even if his life depended on it. And you can read about that in Daniel 1 and Daniel 6 where he was an extraordinary, extraordinary I can't say the word, man who stuck by his principles and I don't know if Daniel had it written out this way, but Daniel clearly had a rule of life, whether it was in his head or on paper, that he lived by. So Peter Scazzaro in the book says this about a rule of life. And I just want to also tell you that he calls it a trellis. Like the word that this is based on is the idea of a trellis. So when we grow a plant, we train it on a trellis so it goes in a certain way. So this rule of life is that. It's not like rule like law or legalism, but it's a guide for life. So he says this in his book, our goal is the same, union with God in Christ. So he's talking about the idea that how you do yours and how I do mine are different, but we have the same goal. So our goal is the same, union with God in Christ, transformation into his image, and the freeing of our hearts from anything that stands in the way of Christ living in and through us. How we get there will vary depending on our personality, gift mix, temperament, geographic location, and particular calling from God. In addition, God will have different practices and emphases at different seasons and phases in our lives. He also says a rule of life is an intentional, conscious plan to keep God at the center of everything we do. The starting point and foundation of any rule is a desire to be with God and to love him. So for me, this was freeing because it carries from year to year, like I said, and it provides a framework for any goal or commitment we consider and that would be like for our time, our energy, our money. And so if I have this guideline in place, it's it's my own personal mission statement in some ways that I will consult if asked to do anything so that I know, you know, I thought this out ahead of time and that doesn't align with my own rule of life. So Peter Scazzaro divides it into several areas and then he puts different elements under there. And he is very... Um, uh, adamant? No, not adamant. I don't know the word I'm looking for. But anyway, he just says that you can do this how you want it to be. So when he gives you 12 things and he says this is how I would break it apart and how I would put categories, he says do your own thing because it's your rule, not his. So he's giving this as an example. So he has four areas and those are prayer, rest, work, and relationships. So under prayer, he puts things such as scripture. And in a rule of life, the thing you might write there is you want to begin praying the Psalms, or you want to read the Bible through in a year, or you want to meditate on scripture each day. What you put in your rule under that is what you think would help you to grow spiritually in your relationship with God. Um, he includes silence and solitude in there. He includes daily prayer, daily study of the Bible whether that be taking a course or um, committing to read a certain number of Christian books, whatever it is, how you carry it out in scripture, prayer, study of God's word, and um, anything related to that is very specific to you. And again, you're going to evaluate that every so often because it will change. But this is, you know, a getting started point. Under rest, he puts things such as Sabbath, which is something I've talked about in the last year and setting aside time to um, be with the Lord, but also just for physical rest. 
and simplicity. He talks about distractions and commitment and stuff. And that's something I've talked about in other episodes. I've talked about uncluttering when I had Courtney Ellis on as a guest. Um, Rest also includes play and recreation. And it includes things that are important to you. So really sorting through your hobbies and interests and all of those things. Then under work, of course, there is your... um, the work you do for a living, but this also includes service and mission. So it might be serving other people, using your talents to serve others in some way. And then it also includes activity. And so that could be uh, physical exercise and things that are related to that. And then in the last category, he talks about uh, relationships, and that includes emotional health, which could be all sorts of things. Maybe your rule of life includes breaking free from some bondage from hurt in past relationships. Um, he includes family here, and this would be any commitment you have to spending time with your family, but also to working through conflicts and things like that. Again, you're probably seeing how very individual this can be. And then um, community is included there, and that's friendships, mentors, any place outside of our own tiny little sphere where we build community with other people. So I will be including a link here uh, to a resource that Pete Scazzaro has online where he lists some of these things if you don't have the book. I will also be including in the show notes the a link to the book too because if you want to get the bigger picture, the book is a good resource too. So I'll be including those. Um, I read in some notes from a blogger who was talking about a rule of life, and a quote from St. Benedict from long ago, and it said, your way of acting should be different from the world's way. Your love of the love of Christ must come before all else. Your way of acting should be different from the world's way. The love of Christ must come before all else. So the rule of life really is of making sure that we act different from the world, that we align with Jesus Christ, our Savior, that we align with our Heavenly Father in our thinking and in our activities. And so just like that trellis, we don't stray far away. So next, we're going to be talking about how to begin to create a rule of life. Pete Scazzaro says, Our rule of life should be developed around the command to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength, with all our mind, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. And that's just a New Testament commandment from the Bible. And it's really our ultimate, if I could boil my own rule of life right now down to one statement, it would be directly from Matthew in Scripture where it says, um, love God and love people. Really, that's it. We love God and we love people. So the the beginning step in creating an individual rule of life that we write out is to really look at an inventory of all the things that we would like to do more of and the things we'd like to do less of. So it really aligns with what I've been talking about in the last few episodes of this podcast. And it helps us to understand how all of our daily experiences work together and how our work and our interests and all of that come together under one big rule of life in that this is the guideline that we use. So Pete Scazzaro talks about how um, a lot of Christians are not very intentional in growing spiritually. And so they, they sort of have an unconscious method of going about living in that 
it's it's sort of a free for all and we go to church and we might even be involved in a small group bible study and say some prayers before meals and read the bible when there's time and then it's not very intentional and so um he says that this is not enough to hold us solid if what he calls an earthquake event comes in your life and so we need something more intentional and that's why this rule of life is just an intentional way of looking at like how am i going to grow as a christian so he says the first thing and he gives some steps in a blog post that i had found on you know just like what to do to begin if you want to write a rule of life so the first thing is to write down everything you currently do that nurtures your spirit so he includes activities that connect you with god in your everyday life um, it's not just prayer worship and bible study even though those things are included there um, he also wants you to think about things that bring you joy and this could be outdoor recreation going to new places, silence, exercise, reflection, time alone with God, time with other people, journaling. There are so many things. So the first step is to make an inventory. The next step is to then group that into four areas. And like I said, he uses prayer, rest, work slash activity, and relationships. And you could come up with a different structure that would work for you, but those are a good way of categorizing things. And then step three he says, think about what other activities you're not currently doing, but you want to do. So experiences that fill you with joy, that give you life and energy and peace. And so he wants you to add those and where in whatever category they go in. And again, we're not thinking about time right now because some of those things might require time you don't have. And we'll get to that. And then the final step is to step back and examine this rule of life as the framework is starting to come together and look at some changes that you would need to make in order to create a life that enables you to have this growing communication with God and with other people. And this is where sometimes it means eliminating some things, just like I talked about in episode number 26, our not to do, our ungoals for the year. So um, Pete Scazzaro says to remember... And I'm thinking I really should have had him on for an interview, but you know, solo show here and um, someday maybe I'll have Pete on to talk with us about a rule of life. Uh, but for today, you're getting my summary of what Pete says. Um, he says, listen to your heart's desires when discerning your rule and listening to God. I've seen some other bloggers who talk about this online who have said they add a scripture verse with each thing in their rule of life. That might be something you want to do. Uh, it's really important to begin the whole process with prayer and asking God for discernment as you look through. Um, the other thing is discernment, asking God to help you find balance in joy and play and fun and not just all work because otherwise our rule of life sounds really legalistic and a lot like rules. And then he also encourages us to take baby steps. He says, don't make your rule impossible to follow. And this is something where I have to check myself because I think that's why my goals have been a challenge for me is that I have often chosen things that are very tight with a schedule and certain circumstances. And then if interruptions come, I just can't do those things. So he says, you're going to have trouble doing, uh, keeping your rules. Sometimes there's going to be times when you have to recognize that you're human. He encourages us to try again, to plan for unexpected things and to just consider if we're taking on projects that are bigger than we expected. 
that means we have to shift and adjust some other things. So our own structure and how we carry it out really depends on our own personality. But the reminder that I want to give all of us again is that as we enter any sort of journey of using a tool such as a rule of life, we have to remember that our purpose is to receive the love of God and to offer his love to people around us. And that's our goal in life, to love God and to love people and just to know how much he loves us. So I'm going to give you a couple of resources and then I'll be heading out for the day. For resources today, I'm going to be linking to the book Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Peter Scazzaro. He is a pastor from New York. He has a whole video series and um, they're available for small groups and Bible studies where he does a video and there's a workbook and everything. That's what I went through with it. But then he also has just a standalone book that you could read on your own if you wanted to um, learn more about being healthy, both spiritually and emotionally. And then um, I will also include some links to blogs and resources that are very specific to the rule of life, because that is not the primary focus of emotionally healthy spirituality. So I'll have links to that in the show notes, and you'll be able to read some articles. If you decide to work on beginning a rule of life along with me, I would love to hear about your journey. So send me a message or leave me a comment on social media. Um, I would love it if you would tell a friend about your favorite episode just by sending them a link to the show notes. It's as easy as saying michellerayburn.com slash 27 for this episode. And there you will find an article, which is just a blog post that has all of the info from the podcast. So thanks for joining me. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening. 